Hello folks, Tom Lydon with you and we are coming to you from the big yellow house that you see when you exit 128 or if you're on 109 going towards 128 and 95, I'm sure you're familiar with this landmark in Westwood. It is Dental Arts of Westwood and happy to be joined today by Dr. Dan Kazachkov. I got it, didn't I? You did. Nailed it. And Dr. Alana Bednars. Yours is much easier. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was getting a little bit nervous there as we were setting this up. But first of all, I always start off by saying thank you so much for your support of Westwood Living. I can't wait to team up and tell people around here much more about your practice, which is very comprehensive. And I'm going to have Dr. Dan start first, mm -hmm. Alana, and have him share the story of uh, the growth of this place, the vision originally, and where things have gone since Dental Arts of Westwood was born. It's a long story, uh, but we came to this town back in 2010, and uh, this building used to be run by Remax at that point. Uh, that was a fun experience all in itself. I'm sure the building department will fill you in on Remax in Westwood. But uh, yeah, in 2010 we started our construction. Uh, we finished in 2011, building up the downstairs floors uh, floor, and then we. Um, slowly started to go from two chairs to three chairs to four chairs to 14 chairs now. We have an in-house orthodontist, Dr. Alana, here, uh, which helped us really expand into a full comprehensive practice. Uh, we do dental implants, have periodontists on hand, which really help us out and uh, put us into a, a different spectrum of what we can do here and what we can restore here. The potential we have to bring people's smiles back when they literally have no teeth left behind. We brought more specialists as we grew. We have an endodontist that does root canals now for emergency patients that ever come in. And uh, we've uh, built almost 10,000 patient base in Westwood, uh, which is a town of about, what, 15, 16,000 people. And so a lot of them come here. Some come from the neighboring towns. And it's, it's tough to beat the experience we have uh, just because we are so patient focused and so pain free and friendly. People seem to like that in dentistry. So Alana, your turn. Yes. How did you join this family? So I joined about a little over two years ago. Um, you know, I went to Tufts Dental back in the day, um, you know, with Dr. Dan. We're both Tufts grads. And, you know, I was looking to come into this area. My husband's from around the area. I am not. I'm originally from New Hampshire. But he persuaded me. And then once I stepped foot in this office, I knew this is exactly where I wanted to be. I absolutely love this office. It's an amazing patient experience. We have everything right here. So anytime I have a question for a provider, I have an immediate response for the patient. Um, so we're really able to provide patients with full comprehensive care. You talked about the growth going from how many chairs at the beginning? We started with two. Yeah. And what's two, the number now? Two poorly installed chairs by a company that had to come here every day and check the water. Then we switched those two chairs out to two better chairs. And then we continued to the good chairs all through and through. And uh, we added a probably at a rate of one chair a year for the first four years. And then we started adding at about a rate of two chairs a year after that. So we have 14 now. Well, technology changes so much in the dental field. How much is the challenge of staying on top of things? Because you're both learners, so you learned how to do what you do at an expert level, uh, but you have to consistently 100%. Absolutely. So and patients expect that. I think you know, it's really important. Even 
my field especially, I've seen a huge change going from those old school mouthful of impressions, which everyone hated, now to everything being so seamless and digital and easy for the patients. The kids and the adults both love it. And even the parents always tease, oh my gosh, you should have seen what I had to go through back in the day with orthodontics. And now it's a quick scan. I get the appliance back for them or their aligners. And it's just pain-free and, and easy, which it makes a good patient experience. And a lot of different options because, 100%. you know, for me, when I had braces back in the 80s, it was one option. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. it. One so, bad option. Yeah, yeah, one relatively painful option, which I guess you could still do. How do you guide people down the right choice? You know, that's a very good question. And a lot of it is child and parent based. So I am there to sit down and answer those questions with them. And, you know, depending on their case, depending on the kid and the parent and what we really feel is going to be the best for them. And I always, you know, let parents know, I'm like, hey, you know, we're going to I'm going to fully support you with this choice, as I also think it's a great choice. And if we have bumps in the road, that's what I'm here for. I'm able to switch gears. Let's say we start with that Invisalign and we're having some difficulty keeping those aligners in. We're going to try. We're going to do That's a very nice best. way of saying that. You know, but I, ha- I always we're have those. We're having some difficulties keeping those aligners I in. I have those old school braces in my back pocket that do wonders as well, you know. And sometimes that is the best option for kids too. And yeah. you, you're talking a lot about kids, but so orthodonture. Also can apply to adults. 100%. And I'm sure you oh, see many adults. Many adults. I would say, you know, five years ago, I was seeing 70 to 80% children. And now the tables have shifted. More and more adults are wanting to fix their smile, fix their bite. And it's, I feel like Invisalign especially has really opened that door for adults. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, you know, technology and staying up on things. Uh, kids don't care what you use on them. It's the adults that come in and they have the questions about the technology and stuff like that. So those are the real consumers that are well-educated and they're aware of what's out there, sometimes more than some of the doctors are. Just like physicians don't every time that there's a new medication get an update for it. A lot of dentists are out there not keeping up with the technology and the stuff that we truly enjoy doing. So for us, we love what we do as our field. We love what we do for our job. So it's kind of easy to keep up on the technological aspect of making this field more pleasant for the patient and the consumer. So yeah, the the advertising um, that's done by these major companies like Invisalign has really gotten people to research and see what's out there. And if you can't answer these questions for the people that are looking for the stuff that they're trying to buy, uh, you're going to be left behind. You're very much in a service industry that has results at the finish line. Uh, Very easy to tell whether or not you did a good job right (laughs) this is the best way to say it everybody's got an opinion yeah sure but one of the things i love about any service industry is that it is about the customer service and about the experience and i get the sense that you want to be engaged with the community you want it to be a positive customer service experience and to that point i mean look at what you're sponsoring in the publication you know the athlete of the month and engaging in the community is a very cool thing and what you're able to do with bridget Mulkeen, who was featured in our June issue, was, you know, you presented her with a little gift basket. So I would have to guess, just knowing you for only a couple of weeks at this point, that that really defines who you are. There's a lot about the personal connection, isn't there? Yes. Yes. We get to know patients and their families. 
you know, it's not just an in and out appointment. I know my patients, I consider a lot of them to be friends at this point. And I love being a part of the community, running into people, saying hi at the gym and, you know, or going into the classrooms and seeing their parent being like, oh, hey, you know, you saw my daughter the other day and going into her classroom and she thought that was great, you know, brushing off those sugar bugs and and all those presentations that we do. It's really important, I think, for the kids to be aware of dental hygiene and getting in the community and feeling that, you know, we're a part of that because it's, it's important. It's important that they're comfortable with who their provider is. You know, Dr. Dan, you and I began talking briefly before we hit record about the concept of Botox and fillers and how that has changed. And you educated me a little bit because I didn't understand how that really entered the realm of dentistry. So maybe a little education in that regard as to how dentists became the go-to for fillers and that type of stuff. Weird, huh? Yeah, you'd never think about it. But uh, when you think about people interacting with the head and neck of a patient, it's usually not your physician. I mean, maybe he'll look in your throat for a second. Maybe he'll feel your glands. But I'm sitting there looking at patients' heads 24-7, and uh, we're injecting patients in the mouth. We're injecting patients outside of the mouth. So it's hard for me to think of a more qualified professional than uh, a dentist or a plastic surgeon to do something like Botox. And unfortunately, most plastic surgeons will just pawn it off to one of their nurse practitioners, which is wonderful. But I would rather have the expertise that Dr. Alana provides in my face and my mouth, which I do. Thank you. My pleasure. (laughs) And uh, the results I've gotten from my TMJ we won't talk about wrinkles, but my, <laughs> my TMJ has been phenomenal. Uh, the, the wrinkles have gone away too, but uh, yeah, I, I'm just pretending I'm aging backwards and it's all natural. You're like Dorian Gray, but to your yeah, point, if you're getting the Botox for the TMJ, it's like, well, you might as well get the filler for the exactly. wrinkles, right? Yeah, yeah, you start adding it in other places. So I, we have found many of our patients have highly benefited from Botox for their TMJ symptoms. The other thing that we do differently is we use topical agents to pre-numb the face so that when we are giving Botox, it's not like when you're a plastic surgeon or your nurse practitioner gives Botox. You literally don't feel your face. So when we're giving these injections, they are as painless as you can have an injection into the face. So to us, that's an important component that a lot of uh, a lot of physicians aren't using topicals because topicals aren't part of their natural everyday curriculum, whereas we use topicals every day. I numb somebody. I use a jelly to pre-numb their face and pre-numb their tissue so that when I touch them with a needle, the question I get is, was that the needle? And yeah, it was the needle. And it doesn't always have to hurt. Whether it's Botox, whether it's dentistry, the pain aspect of this field is from the past. And uh, a lot of what Dr. Lana was saying as far as teaching kids that, hey, dentistry is not what it used to be. It's not what your parents scare you with sometimes. It's an actual pleasant experience, dare I say, when you get the crap cleaned off your teeth you know nobody ever goes oh man i wish i had that stuff back on Mm -hmm. and if you do things right you don't have to live the lifestyle that your parents did where you know they got these big silver fillings at a young age and then they got their crowns early and they got their root canals early if people are you know sticking to prevention and keeping their stuff clean at home and we're able to help them guide them in education um that really is where our job shines isn't cutting teeth and fix 
fixing them. It's preventing people from getting them damaged in the first place. Well, you'll get a kick out of this as dentist or orthodontist. I just filled out a little survey. I was doing a personality profile for my company, Best Version Media. They said, what's something that you know now that you wish you knew 40 years ago? And my answer was that 40 cent candy is actually $15,000 in dental care. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yep. you know, definitely be brushing those teeth. I'll leave you with this question. Uh, five years from now, where do you see the practice and yourselves? Same place I am today, buddy. <laughs> well, that's I'm not good. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. so I think I, I've got some big plans for the future that I might not ever do, but uh, what we were thinking is we were thinking of maybe bringing in sedation dentistry for people that just cannot handle being awake for certain procedures that are maybe too intense for them. So things like that would, you know, really put this into a hospital style of environment, and we'd probably use the top floor for that but that's just a pipe dream for now so we'll see how that goes and i feel that our orthodontic program has really grown over the past two years so i'm excited to see what the next five brings for it as i think we're growing at a great pace and as we're getting more and more adults and children and families in the community uh, a part of our practice i'm i'm excited to see what the next five years holds for dental arts well, I look forward to getting to know you better, and I appreciate your support. As I said, we will be pumping out these Athletes of the Month every single month, presented by Dental Thank Arts you, of Westwood. We will continue to grow together, so thanks so much for the time, and we will connect with you again soon, I promise, all right? Thank, Thank you, you, Tom. We appreciate it. <laughs> Pleasure. Well, that is Dr. Dan Kazichkoff and Dr. <laughs> Alana Bednars from Dental Arts of Westwood. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Westwood Living Podcast. Mm-hmm.